Hello there once again, Press Forward podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us on this, our 10th episode in the mini-series that we've called Press Pause. This is a collaboration between WPNOP and WPMU Dev, in which we ask people about their WordCamp experiences. I'm Nathan Wrigley, and it's been great fun to be joined by Mika Daly in this endeavour. If you've not had a chance to listen to the previous nine episodes, I can highly recommend them. You're going to find them over at wpandop.org forward slash podcasts. This is a show that gives you a moment to pause and remember that, at its heart, WordPress is made up of real people. People who are just like you. They're into WordPress, possibly for the code, Maybe they're a freelance worker, or perhaps they work out of an agency. Whatever the reason might be, it's fun and interesting to get them all together in one place at the same time, so that they can share their passion with people who understand. And that is a WordCamp. This show has two purposes, really. Number one is for you to be able to listen to WordCamp stories and enjoy them, and that's great. But there's also a deeper purpose, and that is to encourage those of you who have not had a chance to attend to go for it. Take heart from what you hear and realise that whoever you are, whatever you do, whatever your background, you're going to fit right in. Right, let's get on with the show. This edition of Press Pause is brought to you by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers an awesome managed web hosting platform that's built for speed, security and scalability whilst being environmentally friendly. Enjoy a better web hosting experience for your WordPress website with Green Geeks. So today, We're going to be talking about how WordCamps can literally change your life. Quite a claim. So let's get started. So my name is Rich Flair. I first sort of found out about WordPress three years ago uh, through WP Elevation. That was my sort of introduction to WordPress before that I, as regards building websites, I only had uh, experience with basically static HTML sites and a little bit of Drupal. Yeah, so, and that was my introduction to WordPress. When we were setting up these Press Pause podcast chats, we asked the participants to tell us a little bit about their story, and Rich's story really sounded like it was transformational, life-changing. It was, yeah. Well, so, I was aware of WordCamps before London last year. I've got a sort of, what can I say, I, I just really didn't take any any heed of, of, of them. I thought, you know, I thought they weren't for me. I thought these, these, these will be for, for guys who've been doing WordPress for 10, 20, 30 years, like for, for real developers, etc. And without even looking any further into it, I just, you know, I just decided that it wasn't for me. Coupled with the fact that I, I suffer, I suffer, I struggle in, in any sort of situation with other people. So if it gets beyond... 10 people say, I, I mean, I could say less, but you know, if I get the bigger the crowd, the, the more I struggle with it and dislike it and I've done over years. So the thought of going to an event with people 
real developers, people who knew a lot more than me and had more experience and all the rest of it, much more successful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Scared me to death. When last year, when WordCamp sort of came back on the horizon and I knew a couple of people who were, when I say new, I sort of had a online relationship with a couple of guys that, that were going and that sort of encouraged me to take a little look further. Uh, so I booked to go and then all the time after after booking and even booking the accommodation and all the rest of it, I spent hours and hours and every day thinking I'm not going to go, even though I paid I'm not going to go because I'm scared. <laughs> so if we cut to the to the day or the day before the event when I was actually driving, that I actually decided to drive down. So as I was leaving my house, I thought, right, I, I think I might just go back in the house and not go. And that internal conversation I had all the way from home, which was in the Liverpool, all the way down to London. And at various points, I stopped off at service stations and looked at the map to see where was a convenient turnaround point where I could just turn the car around and go home. And did that all the way down. Uh, I even had the same conversation with, me, with myself when I parked outside my accommodation when I arrived. I thought, it's, you know, it's, it's never too late. I can just, I'll just go home. And that just continued. That continued through the night. We met. I sort of, that was the first time I met you, but although I didn't really meet you, we sort of had a very brief conversation in the pub. And that's when I met Mike Killen face-to-face, which was, I guess without Mike, I wouldn't have even got to work camp in the first place because it's through WP Elevation I got to know Mike Killen and had such a good sort of rapport with him and got on well with him, you know, in the space, so to speak. And then when I met him face-to-face, that sort of allayed some of my fears and I felt a bit more comfortable, even though I had the butterflies all that Friday night and got up the following morning and staying again, following butterflies, I can just get in my car, I can go home. All this sort of stuff, just non-stop going through my mind. Even right up to the point of walking from the accommodation to the event. And then I walked into the event, I met, first of all, I walked in and just like, I was quite early. Sort of freak out about time as well, so I need to be early for everything. Like three hours early for everything. So, so I walked in and I thought, "Wow, look at all these people! These look like they know what they're doing. What the hell am I doing here?" And all the rest. So I walked into the back into the coffee area, and the first guy I spoke to was uh, was Mark. And what a lovely! I mean, just such a. I mean, he put me at ease straight away. He's we had a chat, and he's 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 got good experience and all the rest of it. And I thought, well, this guy knows a lot more than me, but he's nice and he's friendly and he's open and he's cool and everything. And then Imogen Allen came in, who I'd already known from a previous meeting in a different group, nothing to do with WordPress at all. And then more people came and I spoke to Paul Lacey a little bit and I thought, wow, this guy's cool and everybody's so friendly. And just and that was just the, from that point on, for the rest of the day, all my sort of fears and apprehensions were pretty much put to rest. So Rich made it to the WordCamp, even though the entire journey there had been a battle Then he got inside the event and met Mark, Imogen and Paul. And they were nice to him and made him feel at ease. I wondered though, if this was the end of his worries that weekend. It 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 comes back now. I've still got, I think I'll always have that that thing. You know, I went to Lee's event a couple of weeks ago and I had that massive there as well. I walked in and thought, what the hell am I doing here? Same, Same scenario really. So I don't think that will ever go away. I'll just learn to you know, to control it better, I think. And as time goes on, and that's my sort of one of my goals for this year is to go to as many events as I possibly can because that will just conquer the, you know, the, uh, the apprehension and the, the issues that I have. Yeah, so during during the talks when you sort of, you're very busy because you're going from one room to the other and, you know, picking up the swag and all that sort of stuff, you're very busy. But then when it got to lunchtime and it's chill out time and people actually started talking to each other, that's when I felt uncomfortable again. And that's when I went outside and took 10 minutes 
10 minutes to myself and then went back in. So yeah, it was it was still a, a struggle, you know, it still is a struggle. So but um apart from that, apart from my personal stuff with it, I think that just the first day just completely blew my mind and really opened my eyes to the community that is in WordPress and what and what that community is all about, which I knew nothing about, to be honest, before that before I actually arrived that day. I, I just thought it was like a meetup for people that did the same thing, but I didn't I didn't have no idea of the openness, the value and, and the friendships that can be made from it and the, the impact it can have on you personally as well as your business. I didn't realise that that was sort of there and available. So once that became apparent during the day and I was talking to more people and I was sort of, you know, the cogs were starting to go in my head thinking what I could do and I was still uh, I wasn't 100% into this is what I'm going to do full time. You know, I, I can still go back to my day job and this, you know. So that sort of gave me the encouragement to carry on doing what I'm doing. So it was helpful in that way. What we haven't yet really talked about is that Rich was by no means decided that he was going to continue working with the web. This event was a sort of litmus test to see if the web and WordPress specifically was a place that he wanted to invest his future in. I've run my own business in the past. 20 years ago, I used to run Chinese takeaways with my brother and a friend and, and did it really successfully. But it's a hard job and it's like 90 hours a week and you don't see your family and you've really got no life. And, and it's not a particularly enjoyable job, although I did enjoy it to a point. It's all about the, the bottom line. It's all about the money, you know. And it's a bit soulless in that respect. So I, I sort of put, I built that up and it's quite successful. But from that, I did various things. But my last job was working in assistive technology. So I was a support worker initially for one of the programmers in this company who was totally blind. So I used to drive around the country and used to go to meetings, used to sort of assist him in what he was doing. And that led me on to the more technical side of technology and stuff and I started training up to, to actually go out to, to people and, and help them use different devices, you know, and Dragon Naturally Speaking, that so I used to do sort of training it on that and all that sort of stuff. And that sort of, in a way, led me onto websites because the company company's website was like 1970s, it was horrible. And up to that point, I'd done, I'd done a few websites just as a hobby for local businesses, like restaurants and stuff and friends. And they got quoted some ridiculous figure for this base, very basic website, like 25 grand. And I said to the boss, I can do that if you want. I'll just do it in works time and stuff. And that, so I did the website. It was, everybody was super happy with it. And that sort of led me on to doing more websites. And then I got made redundant from that job because the company went bust. And that's where they made the decision to start out on my own. But because I came through quite late in the day, age-wise as well and experience-wise, it's a, the confidence thing as well. And do I really belong here? And I can just go back to doing what I was doing before. The comfort zone, if you will, you know. Well, it's a bit crazy. The first day was crazy. So I went to an event at the event. Is that the right way of putting it? The sort of after drink, there was a few drinks going on after the night time on the first day, uh, which I stayed to. Uh, had a few drinks, talked more with the guys that had already met, you know, Mike Killen and a few others, and decided at some point that it probably should go back to my hotel, otherwise we're going to drink too much and tomorrow won't be good. So I actually left at the same time as Mike and we walked up the road. And, and as I was walking with him, I was sort of, just all this stuff was going, I couldn't really rest, you know, all this stuff was going through my head. The walk back to the hotel was about 20 minutes. And I thought, right, I'll go back to the hotel. I'll, you know, I just write a few notes about today and then I'll just go to sleep. But as I was approaching the hotel, I thought, there's no way I can sleep. I just can't. It's impossible. Because my head was sort of on fire with all these stuff, got all these ideas. And so I just, I just thought, I'll just go for a walk. So I ended up walking. That was it. About, I can't remember exactly, but probably about 10.30, something like that. So I thought, I'll just go for a walk. 
bearing in mind I had no idea where I was. So as soon as I decided, as soon as I made that decision to, to, to walk past the hotel and go for that walk, I was lost. I wasn't taking any notice of where I was walking really. I remember walking past Arsenal's stadium, that's about it. Apart from that, I got lost. And I just carried on walking and I was thinking and walking and walking and walking. And before I knew it, it was half past three in the morning. Yeah, I just all I'd done was walk around these streets, like randomly. Just having this internal dialogue with myself, it was mad, you know. So then I eventually found a way back to, to where I was staying. And then got pen and pen, pencil out, uh, paper out and decided and started to write all this stuff that was going on in my head. That took a, probably another hour. It was 5.30 when I went to sleep. And then I was up at 7.30 for day two. The main thing I got out of that first day and that first night and those first, and all those notes that I've, I've still got, although I'll read back on them now and half of them don't make any sense, but that's another story. It's just that it just gave me the confidence to, to carry on. You know? It actually gave me the confidence to sort of say to myself, I can do this, you know. So I came back from work camp. So I came back from there and one of the decisions I made whilst I was on that marathon walk uh, was that I needed to move out, out of my bedroom. So my at this point, my, both my daughters are left home. So we have a spare, two spare bedrooms. And I was working out of one of those that I could sort of convert into an office, which, which was okay with me, but um, I know that Jane, my wife, had issues with it occasionally. Like, why can't that be a bedroom again? Not that everybody would ever sleep in it, but etc. So one of the decisions I made was to do that. So on the end of June, so the following month, I moved out of my bedroom into this office where I am now, which is something I would, before work camp, uh, this was nowhere near my sort of vision. It wasn't on my roadmap. It was, wasn't even a passing thought, you know, to do this. But to move from a bedroom into an office, which I knew for me would be would be a good thing, you know. I needed that. I needed this structure that this office environment gives me. Although I, I worked to effectively to a point at home, there's distractions and all the rest of it, and and the structure is something that I personally need to. Because uh, I do get easily distracted. Um, you know, this is what I'm doing now, and this is what I'm going to do. So. So it's fair to say that attending a word camp literally changed Rich's life. Definitely, one hundred percent. If I got, if I hadn't attended word camp last year, I would now be frying fish and chips with my brother. That's a fact. That is a fact. So there you go. Word camps are great. You don't need to worry about it if you've never been before. The people there share the same passion as you do, and those people are down-to-earth and approachable. All of them. You don't have to go to all the talks, and there's plenty of time and space to do your own thing. Now, you've just got to take the first step and buy your ticket. Press Forward Podcast is a production of WPNOP. This mini-series is a collaborative effort by WPMU Dev and WPNOP. Mika Daly and me, Nathan Wrigley, produced this episode, and Mika created the original score. A special thanks to Rich for chatting with me today. And thanks to you for listening. And remember that together we can press forward. Press Forward.